0: Delaney
1: and it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast
0: where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession
1: with trap beats playing in the background. I almost forgot my freaking line. <laughs> you know what? In 2020, I'm gonna remember how to do this intro that I've done for 63 <laughs> times.
0: I'm trying to, I was thinking when, like, as we were doing the intro, I was like. What do we say before the news? Because I feel like at this time of year, we just went through so many like special episodes. Like we had our one year, our fiftieth episode, our New Year's, our Kwanzaa, our Christmas. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so everything regular, regular today. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Like, oh shoot. Yeah, it's been a lot of like. We already know what we what we saying now. It's just like Happy Monday,
1: right? But I feel like um oh back to school for some of us oh for some of y'all okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll have your you'll have your turn soon enough
1: <laughs> if i get in of course let's just say i've been enjoying the holidays so okay walton might sound like walton we'll say okay wally wally that's what i'm
0: gonna about. period
1: like. okay a minor and g minor at the same time how yeah, I might throw a little C flat in there. That's literally not in G minor. What's in the news? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this just in: Katie goes back to theory. Class. No, I'm just kidding, girl. You know, you know, I'm bad. I'm, I'm better at nobody
1: else's. I'm not taking nobody else's. What? What held up G? Oh, G S G flat minor. See, that's what I was thinking, but I said G minor. Okay, anyway, I'm not taking nobody else's theory classes, so it's gonna have to be what it's gonna have to be. Okay, I'm not taking <laughs> nobody else. Like, I'm not doing it. Okay, what? I don't got time.
0: Mm, we'll see you I be right there with your, no. with your little staff notebook. <laughs> I,
1: I ain't getting nobody's DEMA, so it don't matter.
0: Not DEMA. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, Dr. Brown.
1: What's in the nose? Okay, Dr. Brown. That don't
0: even sound has right a, to me. It nice, has a nice ring to it.
1: I would do not. Y'all
0: sound- Comment below the episode if you think that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> we don't have people in the comments calling you, Dr. Brown. I'm here for it. They oughtn't. It's not for me, I'm, I'm su- but...
1: I'm super good. I'm <laughs> actually... Because that sounds like a whole lot of writing, a whole lot of not viola, and I need the opposite, so... Well, no, you gotta like, you gotta do a lot of recitals. Yeah, they want you to pull them recitals out of a hat because how you got time to do all that?
0: <laughs> I don't even... I don't even have a full, complete picture of what a DMA consists of, to be completely honest with you, because I be looking at the coursework and I'm like... S-, like, I don't know. I'm just... Yeah, <laughs> me.
1: Maybe- I mean, I have a friend that's close to completing her DMA. And I mean, her lack of practice is also her problem because, like, she literally has, like, 50 students. No cap. 50? Yes. No. Li- I'm like, how you full time and got 50 students? No, I'm not even capping, like, literally 50. I mean, Since and. She her, got a mini orchestra. Her teacher actually requires her to, like, she actually teaching, like, some of the, I think, some of the freshmen in her studio. Um, I'm not gonna tell you which one but they uh they take technique classes with it. her. Yeah, you oh. probably do. They take technique classes with her. So she got that plus all the other people she teaches in around Rochester. And mm-hmm. all is the that course even work, that many
0: people are, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you she if you could uh, like if you I don't know, the thing I don't know about teaching is like there's always that's why I always recommend people just get some type of te- teaching knowledge because at the end of the day you can always teach. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the lo- like some of the more lucrative stuff, you know, you they gonna want a music ed degree or they gonna want like a master's degree or whatever. But everybody needs somebody to teach them something. Mm-hmm. so it's like she yeah she got all these people and she and then them 590s ain't no joke at eastman she got that dissertation and then you gotta do recital every year one of which has to be a lecture recital. recital which you got me doggone i'm not <laughs> i'm super good and it, while eastman's rigorous i'm pretty sure all dma programs look like that i'm gonna start calling it that i feel like it has better rings oh, oh it. Gosh, i really don't agree
0: but <laughs> that's like when when kid fury started saying all minstrel Instead of period,
1: <laughs> and he, I, I feel like, did he and give we were up? like,
0: please don't, don't let that catch on. Did he
1: give it up yet?
0: I haven't heard. I haven't heard it in a minute. So hopefully. yeah, I,
1: I was because I've been holding my breath, from waiting for him to let that go. That and when he says, um, "Shoot, I just had it," when he calls uh, football soccer on purpose, like American football, when he calls it soccer, no. I've been waiting for him to let that go because even I am confused. But <laughs> well
0: and and that was another thing i was confused about with dmas like i thought that there was i thought your research had to be like connected to your instrument and not just like general i don't know i think because anybody's lecture recitals that i had i had, I had been to it was so i was like and then that made sense to me
1: i mean i feel like it's easier to do it that way but I mean, it ain't got to be
0: i feel like it's harder well also i put the base so (laughs) but i feel like it's harder because it would like this guy he did it on like this particular like lost whatever what it like he had to dig through all this stuff and find this stuff that was like unpublished and like he basically did it on like a style of teaching of this guy it's boring but you know what i mean
1: all i know is i ain't got nobody's strength to be getting on nobody's uh what's it call it I don't even know what I took that out of my mind. What's the thing? Because that it, doesn't it, make sense. J store. I'm not getting a nobody's J Store to be looking up no I'm not okay. doing <laughs> <laughs> that.
0: That doesn't make sense. Like cause, I, cause if you're getting a DMA in your instrument, then how is your research topic not gonna be related to your instrument at all? Like
1: I mean maybe it does maybe it has to be like in some way. I don't think it can be completely left field. But like if you're getting like, if you're getting a DMA in Hold up. if you're getting a dma in music education that's a phd I, I would, though isn't it no you can get a dma music ed really and i you can i i don't see if you if i want to do a dma music ed which i would never um i could do I'm, I'm pretty sure i could do my lecture recital on rebecca clark you know what i'm saying so it can't be like completely outside but there's there's an argument for me wanting to do that instead of doing it you know on a music ed
0: theory i could see that but i feel like music education a lot of things fall under that
1: but i can't see you going any further than that
0: because i'm just thinking of somebody who did a dma something on like performance anxiety which obviously applies to everyone but i was just kind of like oh
1: that's not bad yeah that works
0: i don't know That just seemed like done before (laughs) and like not done before but like i don't know it seemed kind of left field to me
1: Nah, to me, I mean, everybody interprets stuff differently, but that is... I mean, because you have to... If you're coming against performance audio on your instrument, then that's related to your instrument. Oh, yes.
0: But I thought it had to be something.
1: No, and also, you want to do something that interests you. Like, a lot of people have, like... They'll ask you on a DMA application what your research interests are. Nothing about a DMA interests me, so... I, I was talking to a to um, one, of my, one of my professors who I love dearly, and she was like, uh... She was talking about music ed. I'm like, no, I'm kind of at the end of the road, of music ed. You know what I'm saying? I like teaching, but I'm not really interested in the stuff, the readings. And she was like, uh, but she's like, well, you know, you can get a, you know, she was like, we're talking, and she was like, well, you can get a DMA in music ed and, and still play viola. I'm like, and then the sky gonna crack open after that? Like, no <laughs> oh no, baby, I'm I'm good. Anyway, the news. What you got? Mm. Um
0: uh the okay see i've been getting these bsos mixed up i was about to say boston the baltimore symphony orchestra um just announced that they're (laughs) giving they're gonna host four free concerts um in honor of beethoven's uh 250th birthday that's coming up um um at venues throughout baltimore uh, from january through may It's called the Symphony in the City series, and it's a part of a larger effort to expand the orchestra's audience um, by reaching directly, reaching out directly to communities who may not otherwise know about or be involved with the orchestra. (laughs) Um, So the series, the purpose of it is to honor um, Beethoven's 250th birthday, but they're going to be playing one selection of his music alongside other pieces, thank goodness. Um, And it begins on January 15th. Um, some of the places that, are, that they're going to be playing Is the Baltimore Museum of Industry The New Psalmist Baptist Church I was like come on Baptist Church Period okay. um, The Murphy Fine Arts Center At Morgan State University And um, in Patterson Park So obviously none of these locations mean anything to me Because I've never been to Baltimore But um, well, they,
1: they trying some stuff I, they, they trying some stuff Because you went to you going to a Baptist church And you're going to HBCU so, right, so,
0: but I just okay. mean like I won't be, you know, um, I don't know what any of this stuff is, but I will link it below so people like. There's a page with the dates and the times, and of course they're all free, um, and you know they're trying to reach out to the community, so good on them.
1: Glad they're learning their lesson slowly but oh, surely. Oh, okay, well,
0: <laughs> um, unlike that guy who left his tuba in the car, but you know.
1: i'm still
0: still not over that wow (laughs) i'm gonna just leave that story in the car so anyway um okay so this next story i had to read i'm gonna be honest i had to read this headline more than once more than twice here you go okay um okay nissan chief carlos goes i don't know how to say his last name hid inside of a double base case and hired militia dressed as musicians to smuggle him out of Japan to a Lebanese hideout to escape his 10 million pound bail for financial crimes. I don't know what you want me to do with that. The, the part that got me was dressed as musicians. I'm like, what does that look like?
1: In black? <laughs> right. In In tails? I was like, I don't Why do you think that was gonna work? Don't you know when you bring anything no, it large, they they scan it. It did work. Wait, hold up, it did. Yeah, he got to Lebanon. Did he really? Yes, he got. So there. how did he get caught?
0: They didn't, he didn't get caught. I think they just found out. But okay, so what happened was, <laughs> oh my God, what happened was he was on house arrest. And, um, they got this idea to like host this party or whatever and have these musicians come in, quote musicians, come in, um, and play. And so afterwards he, I guess, squeezed into the flight case and the flight, and he went to Lebanon through Turkey. So he flew, um, in the flight case on a s it said a small plane. I don't think it was like a completely private plane, but it was like a small, a small, um, private ish plane to turkey and then from there went to lebanon so i feel like i think once he was out of japan it was kind of like okay like you know
1: wait compl- but if they put him in the in the what's it call in the it? cargo I mean, like how did he not that's
0: today? what i thought that's what i said too i was like how did he survive that I was like something I'm lost. I, that's what I said, but I was like maybe he had something in me. Mean, I don't know, maybe he had an electric blanket or something. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I mean, when you take your base out the case of the flight case um, like is it cold?
0: Um like it's a design. It's designed
1: to keep your base warm, right?
0: Yeah, but I feel like not to the point where it's like Like, the outside of the case is cold, and I feel like the base isn't, like, ice cold, you know? But it's not, like, I don't feel like it's not insulated to the point where, like, you could just be in there. You know what I mean? Hmm. Maybe. And that seems like a long flight. Japan and and, and Lebanon are not close to each other. (laughs) You flying over Russia and China and...
1: Wait, so so
0: he just chilling in Lebanon now? I, he said that he he'll, he'll talk. Um, he he has agreed. Um, what the to communicate is... freely with the media starting next week. <laughs> like, how you just gonna tell them on your own time? You're on house arrest. You're, you're
1: no, he's not. Not all. Well, okay, well. <laughs>
0: you were on house <laughs> arrest. Wait, how you gonna? How you gonna? I'll get to it when I get to it. To the law.
1: But they're not looking for him. They must not be pressed. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess he, financial crimes. But he was he was being held on ten ten million pound bill. Ten million
1: pounds, like British pounds. Yes. What?
0: Wait. But he 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 holds citizenship in Lebanon, so that's why he. That's why he went there. Because he holds French, Brazilian, and Lebanese passports, which I was like, okay, you really need three Wait, passports?
1: I, but how are you even do that? Are you even allowed to do that? I,
0: that's what I said. I was like, that doesn't sound legal. But this maybe in el- those particular countries, they are. maybe it is. I don't know.
1: This article sounded like it was written by the Shade Room.
0: <laughs> no, it was written by the Daily Mail. Um. Yeah, but. He said that he fled, he fled Japan to escape injustice and would not be, quote, held hostage. And I was like, well, they really do. You were being held hostage in what I'm sure was a mansion.
1: Right. <laughs> you got everything you want in there. But you know what? They're probably going to scoop him up and take him to jail after that.
0: I guess. But if you rich enough, I don't know. You a chief over at Nissan. Nissan? Not no more. Okay. But I'm just saying, money talks. Was you really, you really going to go to prison? maybe 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 i don't know how other countries do it maybe if he was over here he probably wouldn't but maybe other countries actually do um punish people yeah follow the law right yeah so
1: i mean also i mean i can't relate so there has to be other now you have more crimes like fleeing the country (laughs) under house arrest but maybe he won't
0: have to um maybe he won't uh nothing will come of it because i don't know obviously i'm not familiar with the extradition laws in lebanon but um he's claiming that now that he's in lebanon he will fully cooperate but <laughs> I, don't, I don't really feel like they have any reason to take your word on that that's so
1: funny <laughs> lebanon ain't a big country either so how you feel you can't even hide Maybe he got some great great TT somewhere,
0: but I honestly don't feel like he is because the fact that he went there leads me to believe that they can't do anything to him as long as he remains in Lebanon.
1: They can't just go scoop you up.
0: No, you can't do that because they have no jurisdiction in another country.
1: But all the time, like if you flee another country,
0: it depends on if your if your country will extradite you. Like like what's his name went to like we have no extradition treaty with like France. So if you commit a crime and then you make it to France, they have no obligation to send you back to the United States. Oh. And the United States can't just be like, well, we're arresting you. Cause like you're, you're in France. What, what's your little, what's your LAPD badge mean over here? <laughs> oh,
1: I did not know that. Son never did.
0: Or in other, or in some countries, if you seek asylum, um, they won't send you back. Like that's what, um, what's his name? Eric Snowden, who like whistle blew on the CIA, FBI, one of them. Um,
1: Girl, let's
0: not get this podcast shut down. Never mind. Not. <laughs> but yeah, Girl. I didn't know that. One thing he was in Russia, uh, chilling with his wife, um, and they they've promised not to send him back till at least I forget the year, but it's coming up. So good luck to him.
1: That's why I always say it never hurts to have two passports. Never hurts. I mean, not for illegal activities, but <laughs> just in general.
0: <laughs> Y'all see what Katie plotting?
1: Listen, one thing I'm doing this year one thing I'm, one thing that's on my one of my goals I don't mind sharing is that I'm gonna try to get dual citizenship in Jamaica. And not because I plan to commit any crime, but like every day I'm just like, if I had a passport in Jamaica, a lot of things would be a lot easier like what that sounds very suspicious <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying this country looks more bleak every day and if i if we gotta if you gotta get up and leave because of whatever's going on in the white house or abroad i'll make sure i could i could leave and stay yeah
0: that's what i was talking to my friends my friends about um and ever like and and for those of us who are adrift in the in the world and have ties to nowhere else. I heard Ghana is giving out uh citizenship to to black people. Are I they really? Where they from? <laughs> I, um, I don't it. I don't know if they giving it out like you, you you know, but I think they they did they had like some type of uh process where they're trying to um like bridge that gap.
1: I would take it. I would listen. There is nothing I would recommend anybody you have two passports because this country is <laughs> wow it's incredible yikes
0: <laughs> All right, since, well i mean i don't know i don't really know what to say to him i mean I i'm mean, glad he made it i
1: mean you why you why you why are you, you in this position in the first place like you have money it's nissan everybody got a nissan
0: <laughs> not everybody got a nissan do you even
1: <laughs> have a nissan no, but I know people <laughs> in Nissan. My friend had a Nissan Rogue for a long time.
0: I just thought that was hilarious. Um, because and also because I'm gonna be flying with my base. Oh, gosh, I just don't even want to think about it. But um, and people are always like, is there is there a body in there, and I'm like, yes, I'm taking a body through TSA, and they're gonna open the case and be like, oh, okay, body's all in order, and send it right through <laughs> to my destination. Yep. Mm mm-hmm. Exactly what's in here. And I'm going mean, to announce that right here in public in the airport, too, as well. So.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess the only way you can smuggle a body is if you go through some private thing.
0: Yeah. Because could you imagine? <laughs> I would feel bad for TSA. I mean, they would, yeah. they would see it through the, the thing first. They probably wouldn't open it. They'd probably just call the police. Well, no, they might open it because a person might be alive.
1: Better not, um... Maggie, uh what's that dude from uh Joe from you hear this season three?
0: Oh
1: shit. When he, he grinding him up in the meat gr-
0: Okay,
1: ah! whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> you got anything else? <laughs> nope. Okay. Time. Thing. Speaking of criminals on intermission okay, well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You have to do him like
1: this. If you know me, you know I'm in mourning. Um because, um, the baby was arrested over the weekend. I'm like 2020 is, you know, it's off to a little rocky start. You know, a little turbulence at the beginning. Um, the baby was arrested. I'm not gonna get into it because it really makes me sad. Because I really, 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 really like him.
0: Okay. Now, <laughs> I, um, yeah. yeah. When you texted me that, I was like, I had no idea. I was yeah, like, way out of the, the
1: I that's sad. not the baby that's my baby um <laughs> but i was like well a little fun i think the baby's the best rapper alive now you can fight me on that if you want to fight your mama no. um
0: i don't say he's not brother that's just like dang you just I got think, here
1: i I love the baby um so you know this is devastates me i i think he's fun okay um so i thought we would do an intermission inspired by the baby so I wanted to know who is a classical musician that you would like to see collab with the baby and who is a classical composer that you uh would do you think would do well writing for the baby. So, let's start with the first one. Collab you like to see with the baby.
0: So, I picked um two cellos for to collab with the baby because like like you said, the baby is really fun, and I think that um, their like stage presence and like their performance is really fun. So like I could definitely see them mm-hmm. up there with the baby. Like that seems like some like something that he would do because he he's also like real creative. Like the whole like the bop video, mm-hmm. you know. Like I could see him bringing bringing in a little two cellos on the side, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and them actually being, like, a part... Because, like, some people use strings, but then they would be, like, over in the shadows, like, you know? Right. But, like, I could see that being, like, a fun part, like, an interactive part of the performance.
1: So, when I... I definitely thought about the baby's energy when when I uh, came up with this question. However... Okay, so, I first I said Imani wins, because I was, like, I think the baby uses, like, on Bop, speaking of Bop, he uses... He has a flute in the background. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, like, that probably wasn't his idea, but, like... Whatever. The baby, you know, he's musical, you know what I'm saying? So, um, however, I was thinking about more like stage presence, and I was like, you know who would be fun? The baby and Hassan Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think of a oboe has ever been on the track before, but that would be freaking fun, okay? <laughs> Picture it. Go ahead. I feel like you're laughing because you are picturing it. That would be fun, okay? They will both be up their lit. And that's what I want to see in 2020. Somebody write the baby Um, and Hassan make that happen. That's something that I would like to see. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know, Hassan is a dope oboe player. Yeah, he was our black excellence. Oh, yeah. 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 A while ago, like probably oh, like in August. Yeah. Around the time of Gateways. Gateways, yeah. So August. And, and you know, him and Jasmine told me, but, you know, I'm moving past it. that. That wasn't the past. That wasn't last year. So, um, but that's something I want to see. Okay, who is a a, a artist? uh, I'm sorry, a composer that you will you think the baby could, will benefit from having on a track. Mm,
0: A composer. So originally, originally I was going to say Beethoven, and I was like, Mm -hmm. "Mm," because like later Beethoven. Oh okay. Um, but then I was like, you know what will be interesting is Hmm. Hindemith.
1: That would be interesting. I ain't going to hold you. That,
0: I think that would be. So I was like, and I had just gotten down. I was into some Hindemith and I was like, you know, what? especially like, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, like, but like for orchestra Hindemith, because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, when he, when he, yeah, yeah. when he, uh, like. When he ain't come to play, you know what I mean. Right, right, right. Like, right. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could that could suit the baby well because it's like there's some parts where you like, like I don't know. There's some parts of symphonic metamorphosis where I'm like, you got a little, you got a little something, in you huh, Hendemith? you know. Right. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I I really like the beat in the back, in the background on Bob, and mm. so I just think that he's someone that can like experiment. With some like kind of different sounds, mm-hmm. so I think I think he could, um, like he could vibe with him.
1: Okay, so the baby's a musical mastermind, and oh my I, I'm Wee- gonna tell you, get it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why because I didn't realize this until I listened. I so saw when the babies dropped this album, I listened to the whole thing top to bottom, but his song Bop, right. I'm going to play a little section of it. This is why. And I th- I think he could. I think Brahms could write well for the baby. And the reason is because Brahms is mm. really known for, like, hyper uh, hyper rhythms. Is that what they call it? See, look. I graduated and don't know nothing. Girl,
0: I didn't know nothing about no DMA, so don't ask me about no hyper rhythm. <laughs> Poly rhythms. D-
1: do, your, do your DMA have to be on yours? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet you there's a whole bunch of doctors listening to this like this, idiot girl.
1: Not everybody know everything, and y'all can relax. fight <laughs> with your mama? But, um. Um, polyrhythms and like displacement of the beat Brahms is known for so I was listening to bop with my musician ears and I was like I appreciated this so I'm gonna play a little part of it here we go Needed okay, some with some boppin'. Let's go. I flew past a whip with that blunt and my mouth was swerving that whip had a cop in it. My bitch got good Fly her across the country. I finished the show and I hop in it. I got me a I did it legitly. I'm still with the s*** down my hot. I'm on up the docks than the motherfucker. Hey, when you gon' switch the flow? I thought you'd never ask. They f*** with me and ain't bout what the they be bout they look scary. But to each his own. If you like it, I love it. Okay, what? A lot of... Not a lot of rappers do that uh, Like just switches damn. the like when I'm listening to him because I listen to Bob like a, when the when the album oh, okay. and then you know, bop, you know after an album drops, like there's a couple of songs that um that get more popular than others. So I'm seeing I'm seeing Bob like on IG a lot. Like people are they doing a little hand dance or whatever, which I love. That's a, that's what I was doing, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, let me listen to Bop again. So I'm listening with my musician ears, and I'm like, and people who like. Uh, you don't listen with your musician ears I'm like not always sometimes I just be living my life but I was listening with my musician ears and I was like did he just change the and I'm like Brahms it'll work well it will just be just like that <laughs> look musician ma- mastermind I just love the baby free the baby period but don't break the oh, law no. either like why you got a, a-, a warrant for your arrest in Texas make millions do better you see I felt
0: bad for him when he. I did see that thing, that video that they had, um, that he made talking to the paparazzi or whatever, talking about how whenever he go back home, like they always waiting for him and they always trying to. Yeah, I felt so bad for him because he's really not like. Like the only thing that he that he does when he jacked up Cam Cole Hart and he deserved it.
1: No, he deserved that three.
0: He he was he was literally provoking him. Like he really thought he was he was about to pop off on the baby in the Louis Vuitton story.
1: (laughs) But you know what? Boy did he learn that lesson. (laughs) The thing I admire about the baby is that he don't just be talk. Like all the stuff in his records about do not run up on me, do not try me. Right. All these people be running up on him and trying him. Like I, I don't know too much about the story because honestly, it makes me sad. Because I, not just because I like the baby. You know what I'm saying? It's just because I like when black people are doing well and then something go wrong. I just, I just don't mind like seeing. Yeah, stuff like and that.
0: especially because y'all yeah, like, like he said, like he rolling up to his show, y'all already there. Like why doing that? Like that's why he got right. caught with that. That's why he got caught with that weed in his car because they, they searching him when he rolled up and it's like, I mean.
1: Um, it's like why do you have that but also it's like yeah
0: but then also especially like i mean whatever you're gonna do what you're gonna do you're gonna you're gonna smoke what you're gonna smoke but it shouldn't be on your person when you go to the thing but at the same like time you it's like why people, y'all harassing him
1: right why you harass him also you like i feel like the baby hasn't been famous for that long you know what i'm saying so maybe he'll adjust like Cardi b was on her some other stuff when she still fighting people st- then she was like <laughs> i too so much dumb. for this She's so dumb sometimes. Like, so she she was fighting people. Then she got in trouble. She's like, "All right, bet I'm gonna hire people to fight people." And I'm like, "See, <laughs> and you, and let's not forget that you were on the mic saying that that was progress. <laughs> it's progress, but like, it's dumb progress. Listen, but let's look at her. She bought a house. That's just a different charge. <laughs> it's not
0: a progress.
1: It's, it's a little better. It's a little. It's a the It's a little better." It's just. I feel like I
0: think it's just a different I feel like charge
1: it's, it's a different charge but it's not as egregious Delaney. if you if you kill somebody or you hire someone to kill somebody
0: you still can go you're still an accessory to murder accessory but not the murderer did you still go to prison for life
1: do you go to prison for life yes an
0: accessory? Mm-hmm. For, if you it depends on what degree or if you're an accessory like oh you helped them buy the whatever, whatever but if they would not have murdered them if it wasn't for you <laughs>
1: listen god gives us free will and also
0: you might not be you might not even be charged as an accessory you might actually just be charged for with murder
1: true but you know what it's (laughs) i see what you're saying like i feel you i'm saying like i clap for i clap for progress and while while so do i
0: (laughs) shut up and my hands have fallen to my
1: sides (laughs) All I'm saying is that we appreciate the growth that Cardi B. She has come a long way, and I yeah, she has baby, come a long way. I pray the baby goes there faster, and people and, are like and the
0: baby's not really not even that <laughs>
1: bad. Like no, I forgot. It's okay, people who are lost who, who either a don't know who the baby is, b don't care about the baby, or c have no idea what we're talking about. So basically, the baby hired a promoter for his show or something like that, or a manager, something for a show. He got thirty k for the show, and I'm like, y'all only playing the best rapper live thirty k, but that's not the point.
0: So yeah, so I was like, I was like, Joshua, probably more than that.
1: I'm about to, right. I'm about to say that's kind of low, ain't
0: it? Yeah, maybe but, for okay. it depending on what he was doing. Maybe he wasn't doing all that. Maybe he was just doing like a song.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Also, like, I can't remember if it was like the promoter. I feel I can't remember if it because it just sounded low to me. So we don't know the exact details. So the promoter gave him twenty k and, and held. Ten K. So the baby was like, You thought. So, you know, he handled some things, poured some apple juice on him and bada boom bada bang <laughs> killed me.
0: That took me down when they said they doused him in apple juice. I said, Okay.
1: He always gotta
0: throw something on there. That was unnecessary. Like when he jacked Cam Cole hard up and then poured his
1: pants and pulled down his pants down in the Louis Vuitton store.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said, I wish I was that creative with my revenge. I mean I have no I one to get revenge on. Him.
1: But. You ain't had to do the apple juice. The, honey, the, apple the juice? funny thing, The baby's such a fool. It's like, you know, rappers, what you got around you? Ciroc? Hennessy? Why why he got apple juice? I just, I, I don't care. I love the baby. Honestly. Look, he, 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 that was his
0: daughter's juice box. Now he could have been it. <laughs>
1: right. But his he, was he said, did he like,
0: say he wasn't know. there? I believe him. I don't. But... <laughs> Still free i want to believe him free but the still free also, him either way you should have gave him his money you should have
1: known the baby don't care because like there was a video oh bless his heart there was a video of him um in court and i thought he was gonna say something like no nah, man he was like y'all call my lord so i got 25k in a, a hotel room where i gotta go you gotta go get that and i was like <laughs> that's what you care about i mean go off baby i love him i don't care Unless he does something... Until he does something that is, like, unforgivable, I stand. Right. So. The baby, I'm, they didn't give him parole, so I'm kind of worried about him. But not parole. They didn't um give him bail. Wow. Be, because of his warrant in Texas. I'm like, why you got a warrant in Texas? Yeah, he get... Hopefully, you
0: know, he gonna get somebody to clear all that up. We gonna start from scratch. He gonna be on his P's and Q's. His team gonna have him out here, so...
1: But the the best thing about rap and the best thing about um, him being a man is that none of this matters. (laughs) It really doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) It really doesn't (laughs) matter. In the grand scheme, oh my gosh. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't matter. Meanwhile, Cardi B had a baby and I thought she was done. You know, it just doesn't doesn't matter. Even if Cardi B, she went through a whole bunch of legal stuff.
0: Yeah, don't care about that.
1: I'm like, yeah, I mean... Vibes Cartel, the the Jamaican DJ, whatever, who's in jail for life? He still released some music. Okay, whoa. People still <laughs> listen to this, so. <laughs> I'm drinking rum. I rap. I don't even know if that's what Vibes Cartel. No,
0: in the studio. <laughs> in prison.
1: Also, Jamaican jails are like they don't spend no money on that. So it's um, where do you? How did you? Okay. There's nowhere nice to do. Like, they, they pee in buckets in Jamaica. Maybe because,
0: maybe he has, but if he has money, maybe he has better, he has a better setup.
1: If it's And a, not even, maybe. Like, Jamaican, you can, you can. Because uh, he, can't he just
0: pay somebody to, like, I'm sure there's probably no regu- regulations on Jamaican,
1: that. Jamaicans are trying to, the, the Jamaican government is trying to clear up, clean up the, how polices are so easily bribed. Like you can really slip, you could really slip police officers like a hundred, a $1, thousand dollars, and then it'll, it'll just be, and a thousand dollars is like, it's ten Jamaican dollars, <laughs> but you can uh, it's ten U.S. dollars, but you can slip, Jamaican police officers, you know, a thousand, two thousand Jamaican dollars, and like it would be like nothing ever happened. So they're trying to clean up that whole thing, with like police officers taking bribes. So I would not doubt. Yeah, that so he, he got, probably,
0: he probably, he probably getting rides yeah, ride to would the not studio.
1: Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> right, he probably getting rides to the studio, king bed. Fiji water and exotic dancers in prison. Wouldn't doubt it. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> Ready to move on? Yeah. Okay, y'all. So this week, <clears throat> we're talking about reboots and re- reboot culture that has plagued us since Fuller Pl- House. Plagued
0: us, really?
1: Um, It's just been it yeah, yeah we're gonna talk about reboots and how shows are rebooted and then we're gonna talk about how it applies to classical music and our opinions on that um so let's talk about what, what what's your opinion on the reboots i feel like i did a little bit of research and <clears throat> i thought the reboot thing was a new thing because it's like y'all are rebooting old stuff but I mean, stuff has been rebooted for a long time. Yeah,
0: but I, it's just, it's a trend now that has yeah just gone too far, in
1: my opinion. I feel like it started with like, I feel like the trend started with Fuller House.
0: Yeah, the trend. Yeah, that that I was just, the kickoff.
1: Yeah, and then it's just been honestly, honest to God, just downhill. Back, just back but to
0: back to back, back to back. back. I'm just like, we get it. Like everything, like. Like, these things are, are good. But also, we can still watch them. Like, they're not yeah. gone. Like, we don't need everything to happen again. And we don't need, like, you should have just done the extra seasons when you had the chance. Because now it's been 25 years. And we just don't want to see this little person all grown up and now they're 50. Like, mm. <laughs> we don't want it. Um, yeah, that was something else I was going to say about it. But I think... Um, like there are some like like Queer Eye Queer Eye is a, re- a reboot of what of Queer Eye there was a there was another Queer Eye uh, like oh, right. before I know that I don't yeah.
1: watch Queer Eye so listen.
0: Queer Eye's just I haven't finished the, the the Japan one but it's like super it's like all heartfelt and stuff um, I heard Queer
1: Eye was good I heard Riverdale was good I heard uh, Pose is good I just have not I might I can't get into a series I like I to it's weird for me like it's take well me at Queer least Eye a weeks to is not really.
0: I mean, it. I mean, of course, it's a it's a show, but like, it's not like a linear thing. So, like, you could like watch an episode of Queer Eye, and that's just the episode. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they're not like connected in any way. It's like Law and Order.
1: Mm, that's not even true because Law & Order. It does have for some
0: linear plot. Yeah. Pl- plots, but um. It's
1: like yeah, Judge Judy.
0: There was a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what I say, said. Um, <laughs> there was a um. <laughs> a show called queer eye for the straight guy um and what so they just
1: mean why can't you just watch queer eye no, no that, that that was the
0: original either.
1: one. Oh, okay
0: and then um of course, <laughs> then they they like cut the title down to queer eye and now they have this queer eye so i've never seen the other one but um but this one is good so that's like a reboot that's like and also, like it's probably done, doing a lot better than the original did, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's something where they they rebooted the mm-hmm. idea, but like it's it's own thing because obviously they have new people and new personalities. So that's like a reboot that was like that's like kind of successful. Well, it is literally successful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, like I said, there's some there's some good, but I just think it's gone too far. We get it.
1: Yeah, I think it's gone way too far. I mean. <laughs> um Not way too far. <laughs> no it's gone way too far like honestly because first of all like i said you someone can correct me if i'm wrong but it kind of started off with fuller house which was was and is and is to come trash like really i've never I, seen it and apparently is john stamos the J- uncle, oh, jesse. Yeah. uncle jesse uncle Jesse. Oh, the famous one. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> I mean, that's
0: why I was, like, surprised. I was, like, the only relevant one? What? But
1: because when you said John Stamos, I don't know why I thought of, like, the kind of pudgy one. The funny one.
0: Oh, that one. What the funny his name? I barely one. watched
1: Full House.
0: I don't remember his name. So I'm, I, don't I don't even remember his he? name on the show. Even, that was a Full House. I had too many people in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, it'd be me and my mama back in my house. I don't think it's too full, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was time to come back to Rochester. But, um... I don't, I don't, uh, I didn't like it. I just don't like, I mean, it's kind of cute at the first episode because everybody come back and the, you know, the audience like, but like, all the plots are the same. It's like, we're grown now. Now we have our own kids and sometimes we're divorced. You know what I will say? (laughs) Not sometimes. Raven's home.
0: I was going to ask, have you seen Raven's Home?
1: Okay, I've seen a couple episodes of Raven's Home. Raven's Home is not. Raven's Home is not. <laughs> Raven's Home. <laughs> I'm so blessed. Raven, Raven House. Home, <laughs> Raven Home. Raven is, Crib. I, her house. I, I almost said something in, in Patua. Her, um, that show is not bad. I just don't like keeping up with shows. Um, but I, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. And also now it's on Disney Plus, so definitely not. But, um those are the only two shows I could say like okay those were good like I can't think of like and also like a lot of times when you see a reboot it'll be like okay this show was here and then we can't we brought it back and made it better like Queer Eye like or um, You it, that could be considered a reboot because it flopped on Lifetime Netflix which I pic- can't understand what's on Lifetime? Who watching Lifetime? Well, Stay true. at home mamas? Like you know what I'm saying it's like ain't nobody really watching Lifetime like that ain't nobody checking for Lifetime um, people, the girls you know who was watching Lifetime the girls who watched Bring It and, and Dance Moms those are the girls who was watching so they watched Bring It and they clicked that junk off so um, it flopped on Lifetime Netflix picked it up and now everybody tweeted about you and like low key the dude who plays Joe is like high key confused he's like oh y'all like this and now there's a season 2 and whatever whatever. that's considered it's reboot you took something that made it better y'all want to take Penny Proud and make her be 30 Living in Manhattan with three kids, <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> like I don't know. It's like I'm I'm real tired of it, and I don't even be watching them. I'm just tired of hearing about them.
0: A reboot that I will say, this is another one that came before this whole epidemic, that we're literally an that epidemic, <laughs> that we're in yes. the midst of. Um, all grown up, the Rugrats reboot. That was I. That was always so cool to me. Like, and oh, it showed all the yeah. regrets as teenagers and stuff.
1: But I'm trying to figure out, was that good because we were kids? Or was that good? I think that it, good that's part of it. Because it was actually good.
0: It, I couldn't tell you because I haven't seen it since I was a child.
1: And the thing, a lot of these reboots, like, I don't know. I guess they trying to they try to pick up on a nostalgia. Like, there's some stuff that I was like It's too to see far gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like there is some stuff that I want like to see a follow-up on like the way a, a different world ended where Whitney Wh- Whitney Whitley and Dwayne moved to um move to Japan because Dwayne got a job as an engineer in Japan like I want to y'all could just write me a little article about how they doing you know what I'm saying like I would no like article. to hear <laughs> like I would <laughs> like to hear what happened did Dwayne's mama and Whitley's mama ever get along like you know what i'm saying did kimberly marry ron like i want to know stuff like that but it's like i don't need a whole show also a lot of these shows ended because they were on their last legs you know what i'm saying like even the cosby show i think cosby show made it to seven or eight seasons and like it was getting dreadful so they kind of pulled the plug and <laughs> they
0: probably think people people probably forgot about that so then they only remember the good parts and they're like oh the cosby show coming back or you know bad yeah. example but you know <laughs>
1: um I will say a show i was betrayed by so my mom, when i was going up, my mom didn't there's only like two things my mama said you cannot watch that was the simpsons and i
0: get that that was not a good show
1: yeah and uh harry potter <laughs> so i could <laughs> i was not allowed to watch those but other than that my mom really wasn't like what you watching in here you know <laughs> so <dead>. the voice. <laughs> so I really grew to love Roseanne right and my mom would walk by you know my room would be open my mom would walk by she'd be like why are you watching Roseanne I'm like this show is all amazing because to me I, I just really I don't know it was it was hilarious I thought it was slept on like I just it was like so funny they were like Roseanne was hilarious like the whole like their kids just it was just hilarious um Jackie all that stuff but I never re- realized like why my mama ain't want me to watch she'd be like why you should not be like she didn't say you shouldn't be watching them. she's like I don't know why you watching that like that show like whatever mm-hmm. so the roseanne re- reboot come back you know last year two years ago i'm mad excited i'm like hey, yo what we doing roseanne back mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm lit i'm i'm so excited so you know like me when i like them i do a lot of research on it like anytime i like like anytime i finish a series i'm reading about the, the character the actor stuff like that like this is how i am yeah. so so i'm reading on roseanne i'm like this is what my mama didn't want me to watch it. Like, Roseanne is extremely problematic, extremely racist. Like, um, all the stuff they had, all the undertones in the show they had going on, all this really racist undertones, even though they had, they had like, you know, they token black people on there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what my mama really didn't want me to watch it. But she didn't really, my mama was impressed, so she didn't really
0: mm-hmm.
1: say much about it. So that's that's definitely a reboot that I was disappointed, and I mean she ended up getting kicked off the show anyway because she said something terrible on Twitter. I forgot what it was. Yeah, something. Yeah, and whatever show picked it up, I think uh, station picked it up. I think it was ABC. Yeah, they were like, "Well, you I can, can go." Just tell you. <laughs> yeah, they kicked her off. I'm surprised how you kick off. How you kick Roseanne off the? Off oh, Roseanne. Like, <laughs> for Roseanne, but they wasn't playing because they know people. People cancel culture. You you done for. The, the actors were like well hold up we- and especially you on tv too right
0: people don't even watch tv no more so he right. was already he was already skating on the right. living life on the edge
1: and uh the the actors were like well hold up like we we just got here we want our check so i guess it's called the conners now but i'm still not interested in, in watching because I'm not gonna lie even though Roseanne is freaking terrible as a person it's like she kind of makes the show cause she's kind of like the glue that holds like her kids are trifling her her husband's trifling they argue and stuff titular role (laughs) you said what?
0: I said titular role well not anymore but was
1: right like they they kind of she kind of holds it together because it doesn't matter what kind of it's like it's like uh it's like um what's his name who's in jail now Bill Cosby, it's like he the show. The show, (laughs) you said
0: what? Without him, it's
1: just the show. It's just the show because honestly, like it it could have it could be a whole episode about Vanessa. The show gonna end with her, him, and Claire. You know what I'm saying? It's like the whole it's his show. You know, he kind of he was the glue that held it together. And Antoine part, but um, let's talk about um rebooting in classical music. So what in classical music? it's do you consider like to be a reboot
0: i think there is some it's hard to say i think arrangements definitely um
1: oh like like if you were playing like a a kid arrangement of like beethoven five that's a reboot mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but that's a reboot for a reason yeah um another thing that i like when we were talking about this i kind of considered i was like would you consider like a lot of composers took themes from other composers on purpose and you know um and made them into something like like brahms variation on a theme by haydn Mm -hmm. like i feel like in a way but but that's something similar to like to like um queer eye how they rebooted it by taking the idea of the show but yeah. it was made into something completely different because they have different personalities and bringing their own things to the table. And that's similar to like Brahms took uh, themes, literally themes from Haydn, but it sounds like Brahms, you know, because he wrote it in his own style.
1: Right. I feel like, I feel like for that, it's it's more, it's more close to what you're saying. Like I wouldn't consider it as a full reboot. It's kind of like, it's kind of like we, this is good. I'm gonna make it better, or I'm gonna make it my own. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one reboot that's not classical music that I forgot to say was the the live action Jungle Book was so freaking good, and I don't even was do it? I don't do movies like that because it's just too much of a commitment. But um more than a show, movies over. I know that, and that's the thing. But I feel like it's a like a time like I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like with the show, it's easier to know, like, nah, this ain't it, than a movie. is like, it's, I don't know. how to explain it, but. I don't
1: know. Where you going with that, girl?
0: Well, because if it's a show and I don't like it, I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't commit to shows I don't want to watch. I
1: mean, so, you like, to turn the movie off, too.
0: I mean, unless yeah. Unless you're
1: talking about going to the movie theater.
0: Yeah, no, 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 no. But, um, I mean, yeah, you can turn a movie off, too. I'm just saying, like, if I'm sitting down and I don't play, when, if I'm watching a show, I don't know how much of it I'm going to watch, whatever, whatever. And if I watch a movie, I don't really watch movies in multiple sittings. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down for two hours and watch this movie. It's kind of different from I'm going to sit down for 30 minutes and watch this show. You know what I mean? Like, there's an yeah. a, a end to the episode where I can cut it off. But a movie is like a time. Like, you're going to be here for a minute.
1: That's what you're saying. Yeah. At first, I toyed with the idea if, if, uh, when an orchestra plays a symphony, is that a reboot? Like, you know, when, you know, like, okay, Chicago Symphony finna record all of Tchaikovsky symphony, is that a reboot? But I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I can see,
0: like, I don't think it is, but I also can see, like, when you hear two different orchestras play the same piece it does sometimes sound totally different so it's like i can see that but also it's like it's the same but that you know what that's you know what that's like it's like um someone doing a play at a different like theater company with the same script
1: yeah so that's that's what that's what it's like yeah, yeah, that's like
0: if you if you if you went to the community theater in in Chicago and they they did Death of a Salesman, then you came over here to LA and then they also did Death of a Salesman. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that that's kind of like what that is, but I'm t- yeah. But
1: I feel like a reboot might be um I'm trying to think of just classical music cuz I have an I I have an idea of what a true reboot is, which I'm getting to my disdain about that, but I feel <laughs> like um a reboot might be like if a composer I don't have an idea off the top of my head, but you know how like a composer Oh boom got one. Okay, so this is piece for Viola. Uh it's so it's a kind of like a, a small piece. Like a beginner's piece. Not a beginner. You gotta be pretty freaking good to play. But it's um I'm blanking on the name. It's in the Suzuki book. And What is it? Hondo. Hondo's Viola Concerto. Hondo wrote a Viola Concerto in B minor. But did he? Because there's a lot of speculation that Hondo had an idea for it, but didn't actually finish it. Or he wrote a little bit of it, but didn't finish it. And some people even say it's written in a style of Hondo, but it's not really Hondo. To me, that's a reboot of classical music. Like, you started something and it did. It kind of flopped and then somebody else picked it up and be like, all right, ben, I'm gonna make this a bop. Mm. But I think where we really see reboot culture and classical music will be like in opera and and in ballet. I think yeah. that's where it really shines because like you playing a different piece, even though I play a different piece like different than you, like I guess it's kind of a reboot because you bring in a piece back. But I don't know. I feel like it really comes to shine like and opera and stuff.
0: Yeah, you know what? What is a reboot? On my recital, when I put that Prokofiev quintet, that's a reboot. Um, of what he rebooted his own thing. It's a reboot of his ballet trap piece. Oh, Trape- yeah. He okay. He, he did a ballet, and then he extracted some of the stuff and made it into that quintet for violin, viola, oboe, clarinet, bass. Um, and like I, it's supposed to be like each movement has a theme which is not very clear to me i couldn't find anything concrete on that when i was writing about it but um but yeah he took like different parts because the the ballet itself was like mm, i I don't think it went it did super well but the quintet mm-hmm. did pretty well
1: um i got a question for you um are additions reboots I mean, it's the way
0: some people, some people be doing them, like them jacked up ones where they just be taking all kind of liberties, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, you look at the the box suites. Like someone found them. Mm. I think it was in the Casales. Found them like randomly in Spain somewhere in some old bookstore for the, in a two euro bucket, and was like, oh, these got a slap, and then he started playing them, and all these publishers were like, they were lost, and people rebooted them into like what we know today and they gained popularity today. So they kinda flopped when he wrote them and then picked up um uh, after that.
0: Yeah, and this there's so much variation on, on Bach mm-hmm. too.
1: Cause people he he was too busy having kids. He ain't really write nothing <laughs> solid. <laughs> right.
0: He was busy. But busy In the church too, wow.
1: Um so Easy. let's talk about you said what?
0: Never mind. He was doing what in
1: church? <laughs>
0: Nothing. <laughs> he had her. No, 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 no. I was just saying, like he was somebody who was in church a lot, but he was he was also busy using what God gave him. So,
1: but mm, not working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so um, you want to talk about a reboot? I know you already mentioned few but I don't know if you had something else in mind about a reboot um, in classical music that you have experienced.
0: Um, you know what I just had one and I totally forgot it. It was going to be Prokofiev another one that I mentioned when we were talking about this before was Symphonic Metamorphosis mm. which is a loose reboot in the same way that, that Brahms Variation on a the Theme by Haydn is a reboot where it's like, like themes from uh, Von Weber but
1: yeah okay so let me tell y'all what let me tell tell y'all what sparked this episode idea so it crema time i want to see the ballet like i said last i alluded to last year i wasn't really in the mood to do nothing but lay in my bed so this year i was like we in a crema spirit we're gonna see nutcracker so, she means Christmas,
0: y'all. For those, of you.
1: That, they know what, what
0: that wasn't clear to me the first time. I was like, I my brain went back. I was like, What did she say? For <laughs> real?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm saying criminal from now on. But um, okay. So I went to see the Joffrey Ballet. I'm from Chicago, so I went to um see the Joffrey Ballet. Do the Nutcracker as one does during Crema time. Um. Oh I'm excited. <laughs> Not whispering Christmas. Christmas. Um, so I go excited. Didn't go last year. One thing I will say is that the year before that, they were like, come see so-and-so's last, the last time we're doing so-and-so's version of the Nutcracker. And I'm like, version of the Nutcracker, Tchaikovsky wrote it. Like, what you mean, version? But, you know, every of guy- <laughs> Everybody got their own interpretations, okay? So I'm like, come see the last one. Come see the last one. I was like, girl, I'm super good. I just don't feel like it. So they were like, we're premiering, um, Wildens, premiering. Christopher Wildens, what? I
0: said premiering.
1: Girl, we're premiering Christopher Wildens Nutcracker, da 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 da, da 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 Like the choreographer, right? So, cause in ballet, like those, like they'll be like so and so's Don Quixote because they choreographed it, right? So. I go excited. I take my cousin Monica. She's 16, plays violin, never been to the ballet. I'm like, it's going to be long, girl. So prepare yourself. I don't want to hear no I hear no complaining. Okay. We get there. I'm late because I put the wrong address in. We're in the middle of Chicago. So things are far away. We get there. The set look a little different. But you know what? I forgot my glasses. I was like, I don't know what's going on. So Maybe a little different. I noticed some things that are, I, all all, I, all. I, we really missed was the Overture, where they're where they bringing all the, there's supposed to be a party. So they bring bringing all the gifts and junk like that. So we missed that. So, but, like, I've seen the Nutcracker. I know the Nutcracker. So I catch Monica up on what's going on. Like, we good. We cool. The, the Clara look a little poor, and from the setting, look a little poor. So I'm like, what's going on? I ain't said nothing about it. Y'all, this was the worst nutcracker I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: <laughs> you seen no you seen the uh the legume cracker.
1: <laughs> you said what? See, so you
0: saw the legume
1: cracker. <laughs> right. The freaking, you know them dollar stole peanuts they be selling. That's what that's what we saw, okay? Girl, so let me read the description of it. Well, it is acclaimed. Who acclaimed it? Turn of the century tale opens on Christmas Eve. 1892, mere months before the grand opening of the 1893 World Fair, as young Marie and her mother prepare for a Christmas Eve potluck celebration, the magic of the season takes hold of. Hold when a visit from the great impre- impresario. See, I'm lost. Sets off a whirlwind journey of romance and adventure through a dreamlike World Fair. Tchaikovsky did not write this for the world fair like and I listen I know in classical music you have to like reimagine stuff and I get it but it was so dumb like the whole thing first of all why change the characters names they they don't talk what's the point just keep why can't you just call her Clara like there is no point in changing her name when she don't say she don't utter a word girl it was so ghetto like They get to the, I'm, I'm stomach. Cause like, honestly, there's only so much you can do in the first half on the first half because they're at a party. Why it gotta be a potluck? I don't know. The whole, like, so whatever. He, he brings the toys. Clara, I'm sorry. Marie gets a nutcracker. <laughs> whatever. Cool. Intermission. Opens up now. Dance to the chicken pump fairy. She had a frock on. Like didn't even have a tutu on. Like the um the freaking um I forgot what it's called right that freaking thing was cowboy inspired like it was um the Snow Queen had had like a gold dress on like a gold like a line dress on. I'm like the um Mother Goose it wasn't even Mother Goose it was it was his lady sitting on top of a house because you know the, the appeal of Mother Goose is that like. She has this huge dress on, and then all the, all the little kids come from underneath her dress and they do a little number. She was sitting on the top of a house, and like these like um these coffee beans come from outside of the house. And I realized later they're supposed to be nuts because the nutcracker. It was so dumb. <laughs> Look at the it bean was, cracker. It was so <laughs> dumb, and I'm sitting there, and Monica's like, "This is so nice," and I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> like, Oh, especially
0: I feel, having going there like expecting you know like knowing yeah. the nutcracker
1: like I'll i want to see. see i want to see the grandpa to do like and honestly like i think the reason why i wasn't as pressed is i only paid 20 dollars for my ticket don't ask don't tell but I, like, so, you know what $20. i'm saying I only paid twenty dollars for my ticket. I'd have been
0: impressed. <laughs> I'd have been impressed. You know, she that's twenty things for the ninety nine cent store.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two years before that, I paid ninety five.
0: Girl, what the heck? You must really two, love the Nutcracker. I would two never. Two
1: years before that, I paid one hundred and eighty. You know what I am saying? Are you kidding? For a ticket to the Nutcracker? Because I want to be up close. Uh, that year, I was like literally. I think I was in. I, I think I was like nine rows back from the orchestra. I wanted to be right there. I want to be right right there okay you know what I'm saying like I paid mad money because I want to wow. see it I that's the year I cried at the potted de like because it's so beautiful I want to see the snow falling I want to see hey I'm surprised i didn't bring you up there for a dance <laughs> that's what see, i would want
0: in that package
1: okay <laughs> I want to see I want to see the um I want to see the sweat on your face okay I love ballet you know what I'm saying I feel like I identify a lot with them because we're doing the same kind of stuff you know you're you are you spend hours and hours and hours perfecting small things. That's what they do. I identify a lot with the black people in ballet even though their struggles are slightly different because it's they're discriminated against not only because they're black but because of what they look like. I could be I could be ugly as a ton of bricks and still get a job <laughs> in orchestra. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like it's it's about what they look like, it's about weight, it's also about weight distribution. Like black people have different you know, we we can be bustier and you know you got to look like a beanpole so it's like different stuff so it's not the same type of stuff that we face but it's similar i love ballet if i paid 180 dollars, i had to get a refund there's no there's no way <laughs> like and i feel i feel like low-key problematic because it's like there's a lot of people saying stuff should not change in classical music you know there's a lot of people being like well, we don't want to see black people up there playing. And, and why y'all, why y'all got to play this forms Price Junk when I just want to hear Mine And it's like, I low-key feel problematic, but honestly, like, I was so disappointed. I probably would never go back until they changed the choreographer. Like, I was so, I just hate, I, I don't know. But also, that that goes
0: to, a lot of black people are saying about reboots. There's a lot of things that are being rebooted with black people, and they're like, how about instead of just making, like, there are a lot of people, I'm not saying this, but there are a lot of people saying, like, instead of making everything black, just just do something else. Mm-hmm. And, like, that that could be kind of like in classical music. Like, you're not saying you got to, re- like, you're not saying, hey, don't change anything, don't be progressive or whatever, but you're just saying, like, how about we have new things come in? Like, people are writing new music and, and doing new creative things, but you ain't got to. Up, you gotta overhaul the Nutcracker in order that's to achieve saying.
1: that that's a great point thank you Delaney because I love he <laughs> was like I get on this mic every week talking He's about so why pressed. can't <laughs> I get on this mic every week talking about why can't y'all program Samuel Coleridge Taylor and I go to the Nutcracker press I was <laughs> hot like
0: but I get I that because upset. a lot of people like we're not saying like y'all can't play Beethoven 7 no more I like Beethoven 7 but I also want to hear other thing you know Right. So it's like, I'm not saying we need Beethoven 7 the remix. Like.
1: Right. I'm not saying, listen, I want to hear Florence Price. I'm not saying you got to put a trap beat underneath Florence, <laughs> uh, Beethoven 7. That's not what we're saying. It's like, if you want to do an opera on the World's Fair, then sweet pea, then write an opera I'm on the World's pea. Fair. <laughs> like, I don't... I was so upset and tight. And it's like, now nah, I can't go there no more till so they stop doing his, his choreography. So hopefully the city I... I don't know. Hopefully, the city I end up in next year has—I mean, one hundred eighty dollars for a ticket.
0: I'm still on that.
1: Are you for real? Yes. I also like—I don't I go like, to things. I <laughs> like perform my arts. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah, I don't like sitting at things that exist outside Hamilton. of my walls. So oh,
1: okay, I saw Hamilton <laughs> for forty for forty dollars, but I would have paid two hundred dollars to see Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like i like stuff like that i mean sometimes it's pushing it like hamilton shy is closing today actually so them tickets are literally 300 dollars. i you know what the most
0: i did pay i did pay uh, an an expensive amount to go to the hollywood bowl and sit in one of them boxes where they Mm -hmm. like you get food and stuff when but it wasn't that expensive because it was edgar meyer um and in the LA field so it's not like that was getting sold out you know not to say like anything about him but the Hollywood Bowl sits to, like 18,000 people like mm-hmm. so um so they weren't they were expensive they were probably like around $200 but it wasn't like like imagine when like John Legend was there how much some,
1: <laughs> how much
0: some seats probably cost right i don't even want to don't even tell me i, I mean, want to
1: know if i had money to just I can't. Eat, I I can't see myself in a place yet where I could just like one hundred and eighty dollars. Like that takes me out for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's something I enjoy the Nutcracker. And it's something. Also, I think that was my first time seeing the Nutcracker, so I wanted to make sure I had a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this. Like, oh my god! I would listen because I've watched. I've watched. I'll like watch a ballet on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like I do mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, see, that's what I
0: would be doing.
1: But it's so different. But I will say, like, yeah. I hate to sound like elitist, but like, them twenty dollars seats hit different. Okay, it's not even where you're sitting. It's about the people you sitting around. Like, you when you <clears throat> this sounds so bad. But when you pay twenty dollars for a seat and you're what you on, mean,
0: them people. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. When you pay twenty dollars for a ticket, well, the people around me ain't pay twenty dollars. People around me paid sixty dollars. You know what I'm saying? That's probably the, I think that's the cheapest seat in the house. They pay sixty dollars, um, for their seat. But these are the people who think it's cute to go to the Nutcracker. These mm-hmm. are what kids are sitting, and it's like oh, that's true. I hate to be so elitist, in this, like I remember when I paid ninety dollars for my seats, I was I was mad because I was sitting next to this family who like they got cute and everything, and they this is like they Instagram take, and I'm like I want to hear the orchestra and watch the dancing, like right that's on. what okay. that's what I'm here for. You're here because it's. December 23rd, and it's cute to go to the Nutcracker. And I'm just like, that's annoying to me, but it's like, I can't. Queen Katie over here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm like, not, nah, I hear you. That's, like, that's elitist. So I, I don't really pay attention to that. I mean, the kids behind me, like, one thing, you know how I am. Like, depending on the situation the clapping between the movements is annoying to me the, 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 so you know that's how that's how i am. you know I feel like I've this, gotten
0: less sensitive to that over which is weird I don't know where that's coming from but I've gotten it, less sensitive to because I just know people just do it
1: depends on where I'm playing and what it is if, and if it's what like, it is that if really it's a depends. recital and I see yo 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 meme on them coming and they bring your whole cousin it's like they gonna clap between the box they gonna clap between the box if I'm if I am like in Kodak Hall, you clap into the movements. I'm finna look at you. You know what I'm saying? Like Aww. ballet is but different. Some people don't know. Man, take people don't even take cues. That's another thing. It's like you clap between the prelude and the Alaman and you you were one of three people clapping. I want you to. You need to learn. But I feel
0: like yeah. But I feel like the, like they won't. Like after that, they'll be like, oh okay, there wasn't nobody else clapping. Confused, but. We were looking crazy when we were at Venus Recital because we didn't know how they do that weird opera something with the sets and whatever. So we were like clapping and some people weren't, but it was enough people clapping because there was enough instrumentalists there. We were like, yeah, she just finished the, <laughs> she finished the song. What did, she like, do,
1: what did she do again? She played the set and then what? She had another set? You want us to clap between the two sets?
0: Yeah, you're supposed to clap like, like she has different sets and you're supposed to clap between the sets, but there's multiple songs in each set. So you're not supposed to clap over, it. like, apparently. I didn't know that. and We didn't know that because we was clapping. Um, but I
1: took I took a cue from the audience. People don't take cues and they keep clapping. I have a problem with that. Okay. I do. I'm sorry. That, that, that's I'm that's not saying there's
0: nothing, there's nothing that's wrong what with what that, but I'm not about to turn around and, and stare at nobody because they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. That's not something that's obvious.
1: It's not, but you should take a cue. That's my opinion. But,
0: yeah, th- I mean, I am not disagreeing with you. I am saying, I am saying before the cue happens, like I am not about to be like you, clapping,
1: Nah, nah, but but girl, I am gonna hold you if we get to the ceremony, you still clapping. I might have to peer over and <laughs> be like, <"Nah>, yeah. <laughs> but like, I am not gonna be like, <laughs> you know, like it's not that deep to me, but it's something that like it's also like as a performer, it's distracting. Like I love when like in my, in my recital, no one claps, and it was just like okay, I can. It's just I don't know it's weird to me ballet is different because when someone dances their heart out for a, um ballet is way more accommodating in opera because it's like you can clap because when someone sing, sings a aria you clap for that like well done in ballet they'll even like kind of break the fourth wall and they'll bow after they'll do uh mm-hmm. if they do a dance they'll bow after it because you know i did that um but one thing I will not ever, one thing I will never, ever, 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 ever be sympathetic for is people who talk. And it's like, I understand that your, your three-year-old is so enamored by, first of all, your three-year-old is enamored by nothing because this whole thing's like trash. But, um, I understand your three-year-old is having a good time and they have questions, but like, you need to have the control to like, shut them up. Like, I just don't. Like I just and why are you taking your your three year old to a seven a seven p.m. show when they had a two they had a two p.m. matinee? <laughs> it's like ah, uh, it's like you don't go through these things in a hundred. You don't go through these things in a hundred eighty dollars seats. You just don't. Because if you bring your kid to a hundred eighty dollar in a hundred eighty dollar seat, they know how to act. I will bring. I will bring my ten year old to a hundred eighty dollar seat. Why not? But like, you ain't for the talk. You ain't for the clap between movements. That's my thing, but. At the end of the day, that reboot was trash. And if you are gonna reboot something, make it good. And it wasn't good. Well, we hear how
0: Katie feels. Yep.
1: Don't All reboot right. nothing in front of her. <laughs> I probably won't I probably won't see. It. Like I I like Joffrey's doing Don Quixote, and I read, I learned my lesson. Just because Don Quixote, it could be, it could be Don Quixote said in the original context, or it could be Don Quixote in the Bronx. And I'm probably not finna go watch that. So not in the Bronx. <laughs> like I just, I like stuff. I mean, we haven't lied that Beyonce was on that. Was it Carmen? Oh, it Carmen the hip opera. Hmm.
0: I never seen that, but it's on Netflix.
1: I think that's kind of different because I'm going in with the intent that this is finna be different. Mm-hmm. You not they were Beyonce wasn't up there in petticoats talking about this is Carmen you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about ca- that. If they called it the World's Fair Nutcracker, I would not have bought my ticket. I would have stayed at home. Okay. I yeah. mean, but they, they did have a description on the website, and that is I was wrong for that. That is <laughs> my fault. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. All right. Ready to move on? Oh. All right, let us know what you think about reboots. Let us know what you think about what we said, and we are moving on okay. to, to Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? All
0: right, so this week for Black Excellence, I'm t- did I say that right? I said Black Excellence. Okay. Oh, girl. For Black Excellence, I'm talking about Warren Shad. Um, now. I know this is Classically Black podcast, and he's actually uh, a jazz pianist. But the reason why I picked him for Black Excellence is um, for his contributions to um, just the music world in general as um, a piano technician. Mm-hmm. So he's actually uh, the first uh, Black piano manufacturer um, ever. Okay. Like, <laughs> Wait,
1: well, hold on.
0: Period. Yeah. Um, he is uh, a second generation piano technician so his father was and a third generation um, musician as a performer of course he's toured all over the world celebrities you know um, uh, performed uh, at Howard he, he went to Howard um, and as a technician of course he's like tuned and repaired and rebuilt uh, pianos for countless celebrities um concert halls churches he talked a lot that i'm gonna link an interview with him but he talked a lot about um his influence um in his relationship with the with the church and how um a lot of church pianists use his pianos um but he's also you know worked with schools um all over the world i mean in 2003 he founded his um his piano company shad pianos usa um which is a piano and keyboard manufacturing uh company um and there's a whole list of like on his website which i also link um of like all the people that he's worked with um and who's like pianos that he's um worked on and i mean there's people on here like aretha franklin herbie hancock marsalis gladys knight like lang lang like Smokey robinson so and there's people so like there's people from all different types of genres and i was like that's why i was like you know this is something like unique that we haven't done before for black excellence yeah. um kind of an unsung hero type of black excellence um so yeah there's literally a, a paragraph of probably like 50 60 uh people that he's worked with quincy jones is on here i'm just what the smithsonian like what you in the smithsonian repair repairing pianos right like crazy. <laughs> what um yeah, but um I like his his interview, it was really, really interesting uh for him to talk about like um both his uh both his experience like coming up playing in church, um and his and his experience like being a second generation piano manufacturer and um being inspired like, you know, by his by his father and stuff. So um, yeah, that's my book excellence this week. Period. Okay.
1: Um, <clears throat> my piece of the week is it's not really a piece; it's a song.
0: <clears throat> song of the week. Um,
1: you said what? I said okay, song of the week. Song of the week, but by um, kind of following what you did, jazz musicians or whatever. So <clears throat> it's "Dream a Little Dream of Me" by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. One of my all-time favorite songs. I'll link the recording in the description. <clears throat> so. Let's get out of here. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send them to Classically at gmail.com. Um, you're literally a child. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure. Talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.
0: Wow.